Matthew tells us this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he'd considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. On those um, sheets that we've been using, I'd love you just to turn it over for a moment, and hopefully you'll see something on the back that looks a little bit like a tunnel. I've been thinking about fears this week as I've been preparing for tonight. And fears are always to do with what's around the corner, aren't they? To do with what's coming, with the unknown, the uncertain. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't know how that's going to feel. I don't know how I'm going to cope. I don't know if I'm going to cope. And all of us have fears, don't we? All of us have things that make us anxious and make us concerned for our future and, and others. And what I'd love you to do is just to, for a moment, think about your fear. What is it that makes you anxious? What is it that causes you to be fearful? What is it that makes your life, as it's sailing on and going fine, as it comes around the corner, just causes you to judder, to fear. And to perhaps just give that a couple of words. I'm going to invite you just now to, to write those words uh, in that space at the end of the tunnel. If you can summarize it. If you want to, if you'd rather, you could put the initials of something if you don't want others seeing. Uh, or if you want to, you could draw something there. But what is it that you're afraid of? Just, just jot it down. It might take a moment to, to think of it, but, but just, uh, just take a moment. And just hold those things there for a second. I'd love us to explore this moment through the eyes of somebody that we don't normally think of this moment from their perspective. I'm not going to tell you who for now. Uh, you'll probably guess as, as we're going through. But let's just imagine again this moment. Remember, Joseph doesn't know the end of the story. Joseph knows very little. And so enter in, in with me again to this story. Joseph was a good man. Honest, hardworking, holy, tried to live by the law, and he's building a life for himself. He's building a, a future for himself. 
He's learned his, his father's trade and business is good because he's, he's good at it. He's fallen in love and proposed and she said yes. And one of these days, not long from now, there's going to be a wedding. Joseph is, is building a future for himself. And then he heard the news. He didn't believe it at first. He thought it was just more talk, more gossip, more rumors. But then it was confirmed. His girl, his future bride, Mary, is pregnant. And that one word is like a bomb that brings his good future crashing to the ground. Pregnant. See, all he knows is he's not the father. He doesn't know who is, but it doesn't matter. All that matters right now is that it's not him. This child is not his. Joseph is a good man, but right now his mind is in turmoil. He's fighting back thoughts of violence, of revenge. One moment he's angry, the next moment he's broken. He's trying to fight back questions of who and when, and the most painful question of all, why? I'm a good man. I'm building a solid life, a good future. The nights are always the hardest, aren't they? When those things go round and round in our heads. Inescapable questions. Somehow in the darkness, things seem unknowable, ungraspable, unresolvable. And things go round and round and round. Joseph has had many long nights wondering, what do I do now? Nothing is clear. But somehow, Joseph is a good man. By law, he could have had Mary stoned to death publicly, stripped naked, exposed as a sinner, as blatantly wrong as her sin, chained up, shamed, punished, killed. But Joseph's a good man. Somehow, in Joseph's heart, love conquers anger. And he settles himself on the idea of a quiet divorce. Two streams of a river, once joined in love, now just quietly branching off in different directions, different lives. But deciding how to bury the past is one thing. Then it comes to what next? The shame on both of them and on both of their families doesn't go away. Who was he without Mary? What kind of a future would he have without her, without love? I knew exactly what to tell him. I could see it written all over his face. Sure, sometimes it expresses itself as fury or frustration frostiness, but behind the eyes you can see it. It's fear. The fear of what now? What next? It was suddenly, all of a sudden, an unknown future. And you always fear the unknown. It's one of those things that are beyond you, beyond your understanding, beyond your control and 
Since God created you, you've always had the fear of that which you can't control. See, the loss of control is the only real fear. That's why you prepare. That's why you plan. That's why you study and you train and you throw all of your experience and expertise in front of the fear, trying to derail it and conquer it with knowledge and skill. If I can control it, I don't have to fear it. If I can know it, I don't have to hide from it. But tell me this, what happens on the day when something lands that you couldn't see coming, that you couldn't have known, that you can't control, and your strength fails you, and the person you trusted betrays you, when even your own body, your own mind, your own heart lets you down? I'll tell you what happens, even to the very best of us. Fear. Fear happens. Fear turns your dreams into living nightmares. And the fear on his face told me everything I needed to hear. And one night, when he was asleep, just exhausted, drained physically and emotionally, his defenses lowered, his body and heart at peace, I slip into his dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of this. Don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived within here is from the Holy Spirit. No, Joseph, you didn't ask for any of this. No, you couldn't see any of it coming. And no, of course you can't control it. But in the face of all your fears, know this. Our God is in this. Our God is in control. And I know that you know that. But right now, you need to hear it. My God, your God, our God is in control of you. Of this, of your life, of your future. And though there is much that is still unknown, just be still and know that he is God that he is your God, that he is the God of this. Though there is such sudden uncertainty, be still and be certain, he is God. He is the everlasting God. He is your faithful God. Compared to him, your fears, even your worst fears come true. Don't stand a chance. And Mary will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Joseph, God has a plan. Your God has a plan. Your good God has one amazing plan. Call his name Jesus, Savior. Our God is a God who saves. It's a rescue plan. He will save his people from themselves, from the worst of themselves, from their sins. Because, Joseph, there will be many more lights like this. We'll be back here to direct you. There'll be a time to run and hide. There'll be a time for Egypt. And there'll be a time to come home again. There will be times of great pain when your boy's future will take him away from yours.
you will feel the pain of knowing that the home you have built will never fully be his father's house. That he must always be about another father's business. But when the pain comes against you like a hidden enemy, when the fear presses in hard like a flood, raise up this one defense. God has a plan. Your God has a plan. Our good God has a plan. You won't always know what it is, but you'll always know what it's not. He'll never leave you. He'll never abandon you to fear or shame. And you won't always know the whole plan, but you can always know the plan here. The one who promises to be with you every step of the way. In the face of all that is unknown, do not be afraid. He knows the way you take. It was uh, Corrie Ten Boone who wrote these now famous words, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. And so what I want us to do for just a moment uh, around that tunnel is to fill it with things that we know of God, that we know to be true of him. See, very often we, we try to silence the fear, don't we? With, with hopes, with guesses, with plans, but really and truly all of our, our own human hopes uh, work in the same way as fear. They're just predictions. They're just hopes. But let's declare over our fears tonight that which we know to be true of God. Just take a moment to fill those walls with what you know to be true of your Father. <laughs> 